Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby here with you. Joined now via the WANI hotline by Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller. Mayor, always a pleasure to chat with you. How are you on this very cold morning? You know what, Zach, I am absolutely great, and thank you. You know, I'm, I'm looking out at the city from the high top city hall. Sure. I'm all the way up on the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we get on, we got the world's slowest elevator here, and when I get on there with somebody on the ground floor, I say, let's go all the way to the top. And uh, Zig Ziglar used to talk about seeing you at the top. So uh, it's great to be with you, Zach, and uh, another successful city council meeting last night. Sure, sure. And uh, the the conversation you guys had last night that has drawn the most conversation and most attention, uh, circling back to the stuff involving the vultures. Give us an update on that, Mayor. Okay. (laughs) Well, you know, I can't remember the last time that um, we've talked about anything at a council meeting that created any more interest than the turkey vultures, the buzzards. It's been a fascinating story, Mayor. Well, it really has. And, uh, uh, you know, and listen, I, I get it. And vultures, buzzards uh, serve a useful purpose. And, uh, you know, they, they like other things or, you know, one of God's creatures. And so uh, we, we went back to the drawing board and we... We, we're going to work with the USDA, and and they've got methods on how to humanely encourage the buzzards to relocate. Okay. And that's all we're trying to do is get them to go somewhere else and get them away from the middle school, away from the Calhoun Tennis Center. And we have another vulture issue that's uh, uh, really the utilities board is more concerned about that, and that has to do with the water tank behind the 10th Street Church of Christ. And that's a different uh, group of vultures that are there. So uh, Dan Hillier and the folks with the utility board or the water board are going to take care of that. So our concern is the vultures around the middle school and the tennis center. So we're going to work with USDA, and and they've had experience doing this. In fact, back sometime back, uh, the same group worked with the city of Auburn. Uh, there was a vulture problem, I think, at one of the cemeteries right. in Auburn. And so, and and I think they use, uh, Zach, I think they use fireworks, That's right. pyrotechnics, and yes, that sir. sort of thing. So uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna entrust it to them. We're gonna stay out of their way and uh, let them do their thing. And I believe the but. You know, as I told someone, they were talking about Dr. Neighbors in the schools. I said, look, Dr. Neighbors just wants the buzzers to go away. Uh-huh. And it doesn't matter how they go away, but they're creating a, a problem at the middle school. So I think this will uh, – uh, one person did get up and speak during citizens' communications, and I had a little trouble understanding her, but I, I think she was thankful that we were moving in a different direction. Has, have there been any talks with the organization as far as what they may do, or are they still kind of gathering information before they decide that? Well, I, I think they, I, I think they primarily use pyrotechnics or fireworks, and uh, they do it late afternoon, and they may do it for multiple days. It just depends, but uh, apparently uh, buzzers don't like that sort of noise, 
and and then they relocate. Now, where do they relocate? I don't know. Uh, and someone else may have to uh, encourage them to move from that spot. So uh, as long as they get away from the middle school, hopefully they will uh, get into an isolated part of town and where they won't be uh, won't create a nuisance as as they've done at the middle school. When you guys started talking about this and this issue popped up and discussions were kind of being had about how to how to handle this uh, this issue, Mayor, did you have any idea that it would draw this much conversation and controversy? <laughs> no, of course not. And, uh, you know, looking back on it, that hindsight, you know, always pretty near perfect. Sure. Um, I, I mishandled I miss it from the get-go, and, and I'll take ownership of that and uh, – we should have uh, taken a different approach to begin with, and and uh, some folks got the idea that we were just going to have uh, open season on any kind of nuisance animal, and I think they kind of vision envisioned over around the middle school that it'd be like a dove shoot, right? And we'd have forty or fifty folks over there with shotguns blasting vultures out of the sky and off the trees. Well, some of the headlines made it seem that way, where it's like well, it's legal to you know shoot vultures in, in city limits. Like, that was pretty much what the headlines were. Yeah, and well, <clears throat> and and the reporter with the OA News didn't do us any favors with the way he wrote the story, but uh, there again, I should have done a better job of, <clears throat> of explaining what we were, what we were trying to do and it never was going to be an open season on any kind of animal. You know, I don't know if you've ever had armadillos at your house, but I'm telling you, I hope you never do. Yeah. Because those critters will tear your yard to pieces. And um, so they're very difficult to trap, very difficult to, to get rid of. But that's a, that's a nuisance animal. Right. And, um so armadillos, and in some places, I, I had a friend that had a, a coyote problem, and I have another friend that traps uh, coyotes, and they removed several coyotes, uh, you know, from this location that, again, were a hazard. But, um, you know, we, we do some things, Zach, that we probably shouldn't do. Uh, I, I had a neighbor one time that used to feed the deer, and that just attracts more deer. Mm. And in residential areas, that's that's very dangerous. Right. Uh, cars right. and deers, deer don't get along very well. Sure. Uh, so uh, we we ask folks not to do anything that would encourage uh, wildlife to visit their home. And we, we've already got a deer problem, uh, not only in Opelika, but in other places. Sure. And, uh, so anyway, we, we'll go to Plan B. And I think uh, in the next couple of weeks, uh, the vultures will be relocated. And, and the USDA will do this humanely. Uh, they understand that. They've already got the federal permits and all that they need in order to uh, handle handle the situation. And, and I'm going to try to do better in the future. You know, you'd think after 16 or 17 years that I'd have a little better feel for what I'm doing up here, Zach, but... I sure didn't intend to open this can of worms, but we got it open, and uh, we said, you know what, we we can do this better and do it differently. Well, Mayor, I think it says a lot about your leadership that you know you guys passed this at the last meeting, 
And then at the next meeting, you guys are like, hey, you know, we need to make this head in a different direction. And when you ask the city council to to withdraw the ordinance, I think that says a lot about, you know, the, I think it's a very good thing that a leader should do. Well, I, I appreciate you saying that. I wish it had never been a problem to start with. But, you know, Zach, whenever and, and all of us are capable of making mistakes, uh, let's admit them and then uh, – put our best thinking on how to do it better and then do it and cut our losses and move on. And there's other things that we should be concerned about. The the COVID-19 is one of them. And of course we're making, uh, working with the city of Auburn and emergency management and especially East Alabama medical center. I think we're making some really good strides on getting more folks vaccinated. You mentioned that on your news at the bottom of the hour. Sure. And uh, we're, we're glad to work with uh, the folks at EAMC and uh, Mayor Anders. And and I think it's, it's, and I'm not surprised that our communities would, would rally. I understand the volunteers. I think they, they're covered for February and maybe the first couple of weeks of March. And uh, we think this thing will go on, it could go on for eight weeks or maybe longer. But uh, more and more folks are getting vaccinated, and we encourage it. Not everybody's getting vaccinated, Zach. Right. Uh, I know several folks that have, have said, I'm not going to take the vaccine. And you know what? That's your choice. Uh, I, I've already had it, not the COVID, but I've had the vaccine. And so far, my voice hadn't changed. And uh, <laughs> did you have any? Sure. Did you have any side effects, any soreness or anything like that, Mayor? My, my arm was a little sore the sure. next day, but... Uh, nothing, nothing major. Okay. Take and uh, so uh, anyway, you know, COVID something we we got. And listen, that's going to be with us for a while longer. We got to continue to uh, be vigilant on that. And uh, thank goodness the folks in the hospital are down. The number of folks on ventilators are down. But we can't we can't rest on our laurels, Zach. We have to be vigilant on this. We need to keep wearing our mask in public. And uh, doing those things that the healthcare professionals uh, suggest that we do, and then those of us that want the vaccine need to get on that web portal and get scheduled. If you're 65 or older, and I think here in another few weeks, I think they, I'm guessing that they will drop that age uh, limit even more. And of course, you know we know who is most susceptible to. uh, having this illness, and that's folks that are older or folks that have uh, other uh, medical issues. So uh, I- I'm encouraged about the direction we're going. Absolutely. We're joined this morning by Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller. We will continue our conversation next. Zach and Lindsay joined by Opelika Mayor Gary Fuller this morning. So, Mayor, we talked about the vulture stuff that was discussed last night. You guys talked about other things as well. Take us through that, if you would. Thank you, Zach. We... uh, I only had one presentation to make last night, and it was kind of a uh, secret uh, presentation to uh, retired Opelika Fire Chief Byron Prather. Um, We we had Chief at the meeting. He thought he was going to talk about a mutual aid agreement, but uh, we uh, wanted to recognize Chief Prather for his 35 years of service, and uh, I had our interim chief... uh, uh, Chief uh, James Morgan, Junior Morgan, uh, come down front along with City Administrator Joey Motley, 
and uh, we bragged on Chief Prather, and he's one of those men that doesn't he doesn't care much about that sort of thing, Zach. So um, he was he was surprised <laughs> that that we were were doing that. But yes. uh, guys, what a great job Byron has done for us, and and uh, I told one story. There's a lot of funny stories about Chief Prather, but one was. Um, uh, he wouldn't ask folks to do something that he wouldn't do, and he held himself to the same standards as those he supervised, including written disciplinary action. And there was a time when uh, Chief arrived on the scene of an emergency, and in his rush to help, he forgot to place the vehicle in park. And as he was running to the scene, a police officer yelled, Chief, your vehicle is rolling down the hill. <laughs> and everyone said they've never seen Chief run so fast uh, to catch up with the vehicle and get it stopped. When he got back to the station, he rode himself up for misuse of city equipment. So, and that didn't surprise anybody that he would ride him, that he would ride himself up. But Byron Prather is a good man, did a great job as our chief. Uh, we're in process now of identifying candidates to interview uh, to become our permanent chief. We're very fortunate that uh, Junior Morgan, uh, uh, Junior was an assistant chief for several years. He retired. I thought he had retired a couple of years ago, but he retired seven years ago. And I, I asked him to come and work with us for a month or two, as long as it took to get a, a new chief on board. And Junior agreed to do that. We're very, very grateful, very fortunate. The, the council did a number of things. Uh, one thing that we had asked for, uh, we're going to work with an organization called Critical Insights Consulting. Uh, that's Dr. Evans, and she has worked with a lot of organizations over the years, and we're going to have her come in and work with our leadership team, and uh, the council approved that consulting agreement. And then we also asked the council to approve some new job classifications for the Opelika Police Department. So the council did approve that. We're adding one new captain slot, and then we're going to increase our sworn officers by four more officers. So uh, the council did approve that, and as you mentioned earlier and we talked about, the council withdrew the uh, amendment to the ordinance. They did uh, approve an ordinance, and, in fact, they suspended the rules at our request, Zach, I don't know if you've noticed the new uh, flashing signs in our school zones, and um, we we wanted to lower the speed limit from 25 to 20 for uh, school zones, while schools early morning, late afternoon, whenever they're uh, starting or letting out. So the council did suspend the rules. We approved that. So. Uh, of course, we have to publish that before it becomes law, but, uh, sure. you know, we're, we're going to slow folks down to 20 miles an hour. These new, and we've got these, at, we will have them at all 10 Opelika school sites. We're still waiting for permission from the state to put them at Opelika High School and at Southview Primary. But all the other schools uh, have the signs, and they're, they're flashing, they're solar-powered, uh, Mike Hillier and his team really did a nice job on installing those, so I appreciate the council approving that. You know, it was relatively a quick, quick meeting, uh, Zach. We were 
we were out of there about 7.30, and I got I was anxious to get home and watch Auburn, Georgia. And Gosh, that was rough. That was rough. And, of course, I listened to Andy and Sonny uh, on the way home. And right. Gosh, Andy's he, he's good. Yeah. And, and of course, Sonny adds so much to the to the broadcast. But um, I, I know they were disappointed. They I kept thinking they were going on a run there toward the end. But it, then Georgia would drop a few in a row, and it's like okay, they're just not letting Auburn get back in it. Yep. Oh well. But uh, didn't happen. Uh, Alabama plays LSU tonight. I thought Alabama kind of stunk it up Saturday out at Oklahoma. Right. But uh, and gosh, listen, talking about Auburn. Boy, they they played great against Baylor, and I thought, man, this could be an upset. But then in the second half, Baylor just they couldn't miss. They, they showed why they're the number two team in the country. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, hey, I'm uh, I'm you know, it, it, listen, Zach. The days are getting longer. It's not going to be long till it'll be springtime. Sure. You know, uh, Ash Wednesday's coming up. I think a week from uh, a week from today, I think will be Ash Wednesday. So. Uh, you know, we're Easter people, so we're looking forward to Easter and summertime, then it'll be football season again. So, man, we got a lot to look forward to. Absolutely. Mayor, thank you so much for your time, as always. We'll chat again in two weeks. Take care, Zach. That's Mayor Fuller joining us this morning.